0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Six Three Zero Skirmishers. I'm your host Kevin Oaks, and with me, as always, is Graham, the Double Bounty Master Carlson.
1: Hey, I want bounties, and I want it twice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, it's been a little bit since we've had a chance to record. Both been busy. Yeah, it
1: feels like we're we're brushing off the dust a little bit I know. Uh, since we last recorded. I had some life events my truck crapped out on me, so I bought a car. Sweet! Uh, before Christmas, I got a cat. So I love if, that you hear cat. Some scuttering, if you hear some scuttering in the background, it's probably Quantum, he's up to no good. I love it, I love it. Right now he's, he's lounging in the hallway. Not that people are tuning in to listen to me give them bland <laughs> updates about my cat.
0: So that's like, yeah, but it's like the balance in the world, right? You got a cat and your car crapped out. You know, the good and the bad that's right Right. that's right
1: but i like my new car so that's good i'm just there you go
0: awesome awesome (laughs) so today we're going to talk about your boy general grievous a little greg episode
1: the man the myth the greg general grievous what's wrong with him what's right with him that's our discussion topic for today
0: i i feel like he's he's pretty
1: good he's just needs a little bit of, of work uh he, he needs just a little bit of work, but he's not that far off. Well, and do this too, because we started off our Mr. Fix it segment with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Sure. Who is also close to being good. I mean, Obi-Wan won LVO. So he sure did. So, somebody can do something with him. <laughs> yeah. So then we wanted to do the counterpart here. And so now we're going to do General Grievous. That way we have the two commanders from the Clone Wars core set uh, and kind of dive into why even though everyone who has those factions has those models why aren't they hitting the table a little bit more
0: yeah there are some little a few better I shouldn't say a, a couple better commanders out there that have come out recently um, that have come out throughout the times and you know kind of old toys getting forgotten but mm-hmm. the the nice thing about you know and I, I've said it before about the game is at the moment you if you practice enough with a character and optimize your list you're you're going to win and you can have fun with them so that's i mean absolutely yeah.
1: absolutely and some of the nuance, too, with these characters comes from, like, their command cards and stuff like that. I think there's something to be said for getting in those reps so that you know when to get the most bang for your buck out of those command cards. You know, with with, with Obi-Wan, it's like, do you just play the card that gives surges, you know, when you have your whole army, like, clustered together? Sure. Or, you know, is there a time when those surges are going to matter more, even though you don't get as many of them? sure so that's kind of where the skill comes in right
0: yeah all right so before we jump into general grievous and how us nobodies think we can fix him
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're geniuses we're We're experts game design gurus that's us that's why you should listen to us
0: so recently we just had our geneva store championship which was Mm a heck of a lot of fun we really
1: really good Kevin, I'm proud of us, man. We ran three store championships this year. Sure.
0: I I think it's amazing. And hopefully we get to do it again next year.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hopefully they continue to give out 500 store champ kits so that (laughs) poor John Griffin, (laughs) when he's trying to design this world's tournament.
0: Sure, sure.
1: has the the sweat staring on the barrel of how am I going to do a tournament for this many people?
0: Right. And get blamed for everything.
1: Right. I can only do two games on Sunday. Oh, my God. What are we going to do?
0: <laughs> right. Uh, I, I, I feel sorry for him. I feel sorry yeah. for the, the whole setup and the crew. I, I just don't think it, it was prepared well enough, but it's, you know, a learning process, and hopefully we all grow from it.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. And I, I'm going to blame Legion being a three-hour game as the issue, because if you could get in more games during yeah. a day... Right. Sure. Then sure. You could conceivably make a tournament structure where people could lose twice and still, you know, advance or whatever. I don't but know But
0: I, I wouldn't ask for a shorter version of it. I it's just I guess that's just me though. I think even though it's three hours, I like how long it takes. It just seems it's seemed, a beefy game. Yeah, it yeah. just seems more strategy to me and having to move a lot of units around. Yeah, we could shorten how many units we're allowed to take, but I mean, you'd, right. you'd lose that army feel, and I feel like that whole tactical map RTS kind of vibe to it.
1: Yeah. So well, so I, I realize that I am digressing heavily for context. <laughs> if you didn't know, the World's Tournament this year is effectively single elimination. So if you lose any games, you are out of the running for the championship. Sure. Uh, and um, I think even if you lose... A game on the first day you don't even get to play in the second day to kind of see where you rank among the yeah so that
0: seems like it because there's the so background. many people yeah which is a bummer but so, at the same time uh you should play your games out uh don't just lose and leave because i believe every game still counts towards that prize board that they'll have up there yeah so, you get tickets you yep.
1: get them sweet sweet tickets and you get to trade it in and then you only have to buy five boxes of Ewoks instead of six because you got a freebie Ewok box.
0: There you go. There you go. So, so I guess our next event on the horizon is kind of our fun event, which I'm really looking forward to, which is going to be Polar Vortex, uh, February 17th through the 18th, I believe, right? That
1: sounds about right.
0: Somewhere in there. I could be a day off. Um, That's going to be two days, five games, We're just going to make fun with it. We might throw in a little spice here and there. Definitely going to have a Polar Vortex theme to a lot of stuff. Some of the prizes we'll be handing out are definitely Polar Vortex themed. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of excited for it. I'm kind of excited to just be able to go play with a bunch of my friends, nothing on the line,
1: and get goofy with it. Right. Well, and... It, the timing is correct, right? I know that it's it's in advance of worlds by about a month. Yeah. So, but there's no like worlds invite on the line. So, I think that there's going to be a couple people that are going to be practicing whatever their sure. worlds list is going to be. And then the rest of us are like, we don't care. This isn't a store championship. We're just going to win goofy prizes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And speaking
1: of Kevin, I'm excited to tell our listeners a sneak peek as to what some of the prizes that i'm bringing for this event are
0: i let's let's hear it
1: you, you i haven't even told you about this yet. no so I'm, live I'm... reaction from kevin <laughs> let's hear it i had a storage unit for like eight years okay and it's sort of like a time capsule in my life back to before i was playing legion before i lived yeah outside of chicago and it's there's a bunch of stuff that's in there. I found back a box. when you were a Michigan boy? Yeah, exactly. All I right. found a box that is a bunch of junk that I got from, like, thrift stores sure. to give away as, like, prizes for game nights that I had at my house.
0: Oh, my God. If you tell like, me it's... you have a giant plastic, like, snowman to hand out for a trophy, I'll...
1: No, that would be amazing. No, it's literally <laughs> just a bunch of junk. Like, there's, like, an off-brand, like a, like, a mug from the 80s. It's like a thermos style mug. Oh, it's like off brand masters of the universe. It looks really dumb. We're going to give that out. I love it. <laughs> There's a box full of, uh, uh, gags and, and fun stuff. There's a, a wrestling belt, like a, like a toy wrestling belt. Oh, That's really good. That should be, that could be the grand prize. That
0: could be the grand prize. I might be able to 3d print something that we can glue onto it
1: yes pol- oh about. yeah
0: yeah that's that's gonna be the grand prize is who who brings the belt away
1: <laughs> get your picture with the belt get your picture uh, with I'm, the belt i'm gonna try to make a, a trophy too if i can but yeah i have some trophies but, but, in the works too we'll see so th- that's a sneak peek into just how seriously we're taking this event i think it's gonna be a lot of fun and it's gonna um, be a blast. We just, it's a it's a five round event so you can you know pick a list that you want to dive in get some reps with and, and really explore like how to use a certain unit, throw that in your list. Bing, bang, boom. You're going to have a great time.
0: Yeah. I think it should be awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I know. I know Josh is excited because there's nothing on the line. So he's happy right. to just be able to go and have fun with his friends.
1: Right. Right. Josh is so funny because he was like I got so tired of playing Shadow Collective so I was going to switch to Republic but then everybody plays Republic so I went back to Shadow Collective and it's like dude play what you want man (laughs) he's got to be the opposite of everyone else oh that's so funny yeah I love it anyway he he did uh, go 2-0 at the store championship with his last iteration
0: one day he'll be able to go 3-0 because he won't have to leave to take care of his family I mean the the problems of being a family man, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's got two uh, little ones, he's got a wife at home, so I understand, but one well, day He's he, a good
1: player. Yeah. Yeah. He's a really uh, good you player. You might remember that last year at Polar Vortex, we ran a skirmish tournament and Josh was our skirmish tournament champion. Yeah, with his uh list.
0: Yeah. I think if I wasn't so burnt out from everything, we could have done a one-day tournament, like a three-game and then I think a Spec op tournament would've been kinda of fun.
1: Uh, but... That seems like a good time, and I think we have the right community for it. Yeah. I understand that like they tried to do a Spec Ops event at Gen Con, and I don't think that's the right no. venue for this kind of new and experimental format. Um, um,
0: it should've been a, it, like a play test. like That's what it should've been. Yeah,
1: I, I yeah think that would've been finer. Or...
0: Just more people just walking up, being able to learn how to play it and stuff would've been, the I think, the way to go with it at Gen Con.
1: Yeah, so um, I'm excited to dive into it. I know a lot of people are very skeptical about skirmish or um, spec uh, ops, but
0: I'm super uh, excited because I, I love kill team. Potential.
1: So, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: All right, so yeah, let's uh, let's let's talk about uh, Grievous then. Let's get into it, a little yeah. Mister Fix It section. Ah.
1: Ah.
0: Ah. Ah. All right, so uh. I, I guess I'll start and read his so people know what he does who he is uh how he kind of lands on the uh, spectrum of legion he is a commander right now he's 150 points which at the moment in my opinion is a little high uh i think it's going to be extremely high when inquisitors come out but that's a discussion we can have later
1: Sure, sure, um, sure, He was printed at 175. Yeah. So we he's just, already down 25 points from where he landed. I,
0: I get that back in the day when there was less, like, units to choose from, but I think now, I think some of these units have to come down so they can fit in some of all the nice flair that is around and kind of, yeah. you know, give you a more well-balanced army. Yeah. So he's 150. Um, He is a commander. He has Eight hit points. Here's where I think one of his giant downfalls is, is he has two courage. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has red saves, uh, nothing to surge. Um, He has two command slots, which is amazing. Very good. A training slot, and then a armament slot, right? That's the gun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I forget what that's called, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so his his weapon slot. Um, He's arsenal two. He has block, which at the moment, in my opinion, is is better
1: than deflect. Um, yeah, yeah. He's impervious. It's supposed to be inferior, but now it is like <laughs> it's not ever situationally since... better. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because you're which a we'll melee, a yeah, you're a melee unit, and you get into melee, and you can no longer search the block. It's kind of it's not good. Uh, he's impervious, yeah. so while defending, attack pool has Pierce X roll X additional defense dice which is amazing. Um, Jedi Hunter, which I think is really cool for his card. While attacking a Mm -hmm. unit that has a force upgrade icon, you gain surge to crit. Relentless, uh, which all good bad guys have, and Mm -hmm. scale. And then his two weapon profiles on him are his trophy lightsabers. They are both the same. Red, two blacks, a white, impact one, pierce one. So his annihilator that used to be... uh, what 12 points it was a 12 point upgrade and now uh, I think it went eventually went down to five and now is zero points yeah it's free yeah. which which makes sense uh, give him the blaster for free no big deal um, the blaster is nice because there's nothing else that's gonna go in that slot so you can't add it to the card anymore so just make it zero uh, it's one to two uh, it also works in melee yeah uh, it's critical one. Pierce one versatile, so you can shoot it out of melee. You can shoot it in melee. Um, It's two blacks, two whites. Uh, It's not a bad little pistol uh, for a character who has arsenal
1: two. Um, So there's a lot of options and ways of playing him, it looks like. Yeah, no, he's, um, that that pistol itself is pretty good. But um, sort of the main attack package to think about is that you're combining that arsenal two keyword with his three weapons and you get to pick two and attack with those. So, cause each of his lightsabers is an individual weapon. So you can either attack with both lightsabers and get a little bit better of a die pool with Pierce two, or you can attack somebody with a saber that you're in melee with and shoot the pistol up to range two because it's versatile. You can shoot out of a melee, which yeah. is cool.
0: He's got one of my so. favorite keywords is the relentless, which I mean, Gives him yeah. so much versatility in what his actions are going to be. But the problem that comes into that, I see the most, is, is kind of his courage too.
1: Yeah, and I'll talk a little bit more about that when we are yeah. kind of diving into weaknesses. But it, it is relevant. So yeah. despite the fact that he looks like he's made out of B1 armor, he is just a regular trooper. So he's not a droid trooper troopers are immune to being suppressed grievous is just a guy yep. he's just a, a pair of lungs and a brain inside of a big old body suit
0: just a dude Machined with forearms. so um, uh that's his 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 standard card why don't you tell us a little bit about his command cards
1: sure and i'll try to give context for these two um so he's got his three command cards a one pip a two pip a three pip his one pip is the one that he's most well-known for that's trained in your Jedi arts. That's the part where he pulls out 19 lightsabers and spins them all around. So it is simultaneously a dive card, as well as a get-out-of-jail card. So it's extremely versatile, and it's probably the best of his three cards. So General Grievous gets an order. He gains disengage for the round and one dodge token. Disengage, of course, meaning that instead of withdrawing, taking all of your actions, you can just pretend like you're not in melee so you can just leave if you're engaged with like five people who cares you just walk away so that's the get out of jail free part he gets dodge which interacts with block because if you spend a dodge token you get to search to block and then at the end of his activation he may perform an attack against each enemy unit at range one using the following weapon it is a range one weapon slash melee It uh, rolls red, black, black, white, like his lightsabers, but instead of having lightsaber keywords, it has suppressive and versatile. So effectively, you can get to wherever you need to go. You can spend one of your, or you can use your relentless attack, I should say, during your turn when you play this card. And then at the end of the turn, you get to attack everybody that's at range one, including the people that you're engaged with. If it is, uh, it's a suppressive attack. So if you're attacking the person you're engaged with, they get a suppression. Yeah. If you're attacking someone at ranged one, that's a ranged attack now. So you get two suppression. Yeah. There's no other abilities that kind of help this weapon actually land hits that doesn't have like a critical keyword or he doesn't have sharpshooter or anything. So most of the time he's dealing between zero and one damage, but putting suppression on everybody. So as cool as this grievous blender attack sounds, it's really more of a suppression blender. And then sometimes you deal like a damage.
0: Yeah. It doesn't have the pierce so much that, you know, the Jedi attacks have and stuff like that. But at the same time, nothing to skulk at. I mean, red two blacks and a white, you're at least going to probably be forcing two rolls every time.
1: So, right. Unless they're in some kind of cover, which is very easy for them to be in.
0: Now, right. Yeah, then that's the Maybe other only thing. Range is, one, so, yeah, so, at so. range one, you're possibly having some sort of cover, which you're right. Then it becomes, but there's a lot of cool things that I could see that this doing kind of as as a little green frog player. I love you know Yoda's <laughs> one pip, which lets him bounce around from unit to unit to unit, you know, and still get attacks because you you know jump into one unit, you get your charge. Jump into another unit, you get your charge again. Um. So yeah. this is kind of the same thing. It allows him to jump in blender. It's almost a little bit better, but not really, because Yoda's four reds in Pierce Two is pretty good. But if well, you, you you dive into a a big enough g- grouped up, you know, clone ball, uh, you're definitely probably swinging a couple times at a couple different people.
1: Right. Right. So, yeah. Well, and and it is that get out of jail free thing, right? Sure. Like, so let's say you know. My opponent charges me with some rebel troopers or, you know, a, a shore mortar or something just to try to prevent Grievous from tearing into his lines. Well, you play the one pip. You can either, you know, spend your attack action to kill the thing that you charged in with, or now you have disengaged. So you run over to the shore troopers that you actually care about. Yeah. Relentless attack, slap them around, then charge into another unit get engaged in melee yeah you already made your relentless attack but now you get to do the blender to try to do damage to the sure. mortar that you were originally engaged with the shores that you just attacked and then whatever unit you're engaged with again so
0: yeah i mean and, and yeah, that's the thing is do a lot is there's a lot of options of you hiding in another group that has already gone so there's nothing that can be done you know unless there's a force push involved somewhere but you know this it, it is it's a nice little card that gets you it a lot of people call it to get out of jail, but I see that there's there's so much versatility to it that yeah. I think it's a really good yeah. one pip.
1: Um, also, uh, Kevin, you're gonna hate me for calling you out on your own podcast, but uh, earlier you said it's nothing to scawk at, and I think you meant scoff at. Did I say scawk? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like you know because usually you I, I think you're, you're two, right. One, you're right. One conflates two words. Yeah, and yeah. So yeah. it's like, is it scoff or? gawk uh, it's gawk is gawk it is sc- something to gawk at. It's so cool
0: yeah i <laughs> i'll have to go back Suck. and delete it or <laughs> I mean, and then i'll be like i'll be like oh what is graham talking about i never said anything like
1: that no but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be editing and you're like ah oh, you son of a bitch uh his two pip is called supreme commander you get to give two troopers orders no vehicles you could give an order to grievous or not for this turn general grievous gains one surge token For each other friendly trooper unit at range 1. So, assumedly, he's surrounded by some people. And he gets some search tokens. While another friendly trooper has a face-up order token. Not just the ones given orders by this card. But any friendly trooper with a face-up order. It gains Guardian 2. And can use Guardian during a melee attack. So, it's like a super Guardian. Yeah. So, I'm on the fence about this card. Without diving into it too much. The main purpose of this is that you give... One order to a B1 who chains it to a bunch of other B1s. And now all your B1s have Guardian 2. Sure. Our modern era with Boyle in clones, who's super good, but he's got Guardian 1 without restrictions, and he, it's just on, like, a regular clone unit with, like, five models in it or six models. Yeah. And we've learned that that's very good when, you know, when oh, yeah, yeah. defensive attack, right? So... There's definitely a lot of benefit to this card, whereas you're advancing forward. This is like how you keep your uh, fancy stuff alive by forcing all the wounds to go on to be ones that you don't care about. Sure. I think the problem with this card is what are you protecting? So obviously it helps protect your characters. That's fine. Yeah. But like CIS doesn't have a lot of like really juicy units that they want to protect. I mean, Magna Guard already have Guardian on them, so. I mean, honestly, would like I
0: would use choice. it. I would use it to guard the Magnas because I feel like the Magnas are kind of your 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 big unit that you want to keep alive. But at the same time, the B ones you need also a lot of B ones if you're thinking attack wise to throw a lot of white dice because they never hit anything unless they're throwing a giant pool of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's ne- it's nice yeah go ahead that the magnas normally can't guard operatives so this helps your operatives kind of get some some guardian
1: yeah so but it's staple to 150 point commander right True. so like if yeah. you're like oh i want to protect uh ventress or i want to protect maul that you have like over 320 points invested in two characters yeah so i guess yeah at that point i do want to protect them yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but you know that's that's kind of a harder list to build yeah because of how expensive everybody is so which i guess is really my point is that if you put grievous into a list he's so expensive that it's hard to put other stuff that's worth guardianing also in that list i guess you know if you did like a bx commando kind of squad and you wanted to do swords and Minds and you wanted to keep them alive long enough so that they could keep triggering their minds. You could use this to protect them for a turn. Sure. Yeah. You know, I think it's um, it's tricky. uh, Yeah, it is. In the right situation, it's very good. Yeah,
0: I mean it. It's easy to give Guardian to troop clone troopers because they're rolling red saves. It's harder to give B one Guardian because you know for a fact that those B ones are
1: dying when they Guardian. Yeah, Yeah, so- <laughs> I almost feel like you have to plan for that then, right? So yeah. it's like, oh, I want to use Grievous and Maul, and I want to keep them alive, so I'm going to put in two or three B1 squads that just have medical droids, and all I yeah. do is stand there and heal them. Well, if that squad is just there to heal, you don't care if it loses a bunch of models to Guardian as long as it gets to keep its heal bot long enough to yeah. do what it's there to do and heal those two boons.
0: So. Thematically, it's it's very, very on point where you're just yeah. sacrificing B1s left and right. In a tabletop game, it's a little bit tough because you start losing units, then you're running into issues because you can't bring in more B1s.
1: Yeah, and once you've guardianed with uh, a B1 squad once or twice, now someone can, like, sneeze and kill the rest of the squad and now you're down <laughs> activations. Yeah, so. yeah. Grievous' third pip... 3-Pip. Sure. His third card is called Crush Them. It gives an order to Grievous and two other units of any type. And when Grievous issues an order to a unit, that unit gains one surge for each defeated enemy unit. So this is one of those cards that you read it and you're like, oh sweet, I'm going to play this at the end of the game. There's going to be so much that's dead. I'm going to get like five surge tokens on all my guys and it's going to be great. <laughs> and that's just super not true because it's the end of the game, which means Grievous is like sixty percent chance he's already dead anyway. So you can't even play the (laughs) game. And then also you're playing CIS, which means that if you're doing B one spam, you probably haven't killed very much because B1s are very bad at killing. Yeah. If you're not playing B one spam, you're you're playing like grievous with support B1s and then a bunch of weird special forces and vehicles. And so, you know, Maybe you've been able to successfully kill some stuff, but you're playing a real janky list. Sure. (laughs) Now I will say you can give orders to vehicles with this card. So if you have like the AAT, which doesn't surge natively, you want to be able to give it some surges. That's great. I think the most important thing to keep in mind with crush them is that, uh, you don't need to get a lot of surges for this to be a good card. If you are getting, two surges on each of these units you are you're doing great things are good because how like you're not going to use that many search tokens in a round usually so even if you're giving out like one but you have aggressive tactics sure on grievous now they get two search tokens that's good too anyway i those are my thoughts this card is kind of a dud
0: so i i can see that with using its standard like your standard units I really think these cards could shine, and this is just my opinion, on Black Suns. I think both of those cards can shine on Black Suns.
1: Where you're using Guardian to keep the Black Suns alive?
0: You're either using Guardians to keep Black Suns alive, or the Black Suns have already kind of done their big explosion, and now you put the Guardian on the Black Suns, and they now have red saves that you're using the Guardians for, so you're less likely to... Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? So it, now that those yeah. black suns have become your clone save unit and you're using it yeah. to to help everything else. Because I feel like black suns are great, but usually they get 1 to 2 dice throws before they start kind of kind of getting focused in Lose their kind of punch a little bit. Yeah, they so. they
1: each roll two dice on their attacks. Yeah. So if you lose two models or three models, you're down like six dice on the attack pool. So it's sure. definitely a big hit to their output. Yeah. Um. So to rewind, you're saying you know you can use Supreme Commander on these Black Suns. Yeah. So you give you know um an order to a unit of Black Suns, and then an order to some B ones or two two orders to Black Suns. They now have Guardian two. If you have aggressive tactics, they also have a search token. So they're like, it's like a boil thing then, right? Where they have the search token that they can use to help with the guardian saves.
0: And, and not to mention, they also probably have a search token because you have a Vigo in them. I think there's oh, just yeah. some options with, with Grievous and Black Suns that, in my opinion, need to be explored a little bit.
1: That's a, a really good observation, I think, yeah. Kevin. See, this is what's fun about Mr. Fix-It is that we kind of analyze what the <laughs> strengths and weaknesses of a unit are. Yeah. What would we do to fix the the weaknesses so that this unit sees more play, but also, like, you get to rediscover some things that are like, wait a minute, that's interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, and I think that's a, sometimes a lot of the problems with a lot of people who play certain, certain factions uh, a majority of the time is that Greg has been out of the picture for a while because of there's better ways of using better commanders that are cheaper to get more units in and stuff like that, and your operatives with Cad Bane mm-hmm. and uh, Maul and are really good, and now... Um, uh, why can't I think of her name? Ventress? Ventress. You know, you have Ventress now that he kind of gets put on the shelf and forgot about, and then you get these... Mercenary units and going back and looking at some of his c- command cards. And right now, I, I just feel like, uh, man, if I took Grievous, I would definitely have a Black Sun or two in his list with him. That mm-hmm. where these these order pools can go to him. And it's just you me. Know,
1: you brought up Ventress, and we're talking about the Crush Them command card, right? So, you know, Ventress doesn't surge at all, no. but she's pretty fragile. She rolls eight black dice. So on attack and then red dice to defend. So if you can give her a couple of surge tokens between aggressive tactics and crush them, she's sure. sitting on two or three surges like that is going to help up her her attack power a bit so that she doesn't have to spend the dodges on her mastery. Right. You can spend dodges to upgrade misses to hits and hits to crits. Yeah. Um, so you can save those dodges for her to stay alive and keep a surge token. So she has surge to defend. Yeah. And then she gets a couple surge search tokens to up her, her uh, attack output with those uh, eight black dice. So, yeah. and, but yeah, it, so yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I, I think crush them is, you know, fine at best. Most of the time, I think you're looking for a lot more bang for your buck, especially out of a three pip where you're seeding the initiative. Yeah. So, you know, I, this, this is one area where I think we could improve.
0: I I definitely think it could be looked at And a little bit more improved I think the option I think something like this Shouldn't just be surge tokens It should be kind of like Padme's where it should give you The option of You can either choose a surge You can choose an aim But it's Mm -hmm. for each unit So I think it it needs to lose For each I, I think if you drop for each defeated enemy unit And just go with you can choose a Surge, and Aim, or a Dodge. I think this card would be a lot better.
1: Yeah, then it becomes very similar to the Roger Roger command card. Yeah. Um, but maybe a little bit more flexible. Yeah. I, I like the for each defeated enemy unit if you're going to keep the theme of what this card does. And then just giving the flexibility of the tokens, I think, is legit. You know, because then Grievous can also get himself a Dodge, which I think is really potent. Um, yeah. You know there's yeah i think just opening up the tokens here gives this card a lot more play
0: yeah for sure let's let's talk about some of his absolute strengths we'll go over like in my opinion yeah so eight health amazing yes
1: um really really good
0: yeah his weapons with relentless i think are don't need to be changed i think they're you're right on point especially if you want to yeah. use it because he has arsenal 2 he actually literally has a better lightsaber than kind of obi-wan in my opinion
1: well if uh, he uses both of the lightsabers yeah yeah that's red what i said red saying. black 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 white white yeah. impact 2 pierce 2
0: yeah like where obi-wan and Ahsoka's is, is double rainbow so yeah yeah his gun i think is good For a range two, I personally would probably
1: change one of his blacks to a red. I was kind of thinking the same thing. So it would be red, black, white, white, because there's sometimes when that gun just like blanks out and, you know, or or you only get like the one hit. Because really, when you're using the gun, you're trying to trigger that critical one. So you want to get a surge. And I think it's important to keep it at four dice. Yeah, um, a- I would be fine having it cost points if you got to upgrade that red. Like if I had to spend five or eight points on the gun.
0: Yeah, I just think in in today's dice pool, there's nothing wrong with it being a red, black, and two whites. I think it's it's
1: pretty good. Just to make it a little more consistent, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, especially since it's if you're thinking of it as a gun profile, it's so hard to not have cover these days that it's. You know, at least you're guaranteeing yeah. pretty much one hit in that shot, and there's yeah. no guarantee that, that it's going to get through cover.
1: That hit the nail on the head, which is why you're digging for that critical one. It's because that's the only way that you're going to get to do anything. Yeah. You're going to be hard for us to get more than two hits out of that four-die pool. If you upgrade the one die to a red, there's at least a chance that you might get three. Sure. And try to get through cover, but otherwise, like, especially if he's got a surge token, because the surge can upgrade to a hit, but... You know, you can't really punch through that heavy cover otherwise. No, so uh, I think that, I think that'd be a great change.
0: Um, some of his other strengths: two command slots, I think, is amazing. Uh, a lot of
1: options for this. Yeah, I've mentioned aggressive tactics before. Yeah, um, I'm a huge fan of esteemed leader in CIS because it's giving all your B1s guardian one when they're when the commander's being attacked. Yeah, so really nice to be able to flex both of those. Obviously you know, in some army compositions, commanding presence to increase your order range to four is really helpful.
0: Yeah. I think, or, I, I think go, go ahead. So, some, some uh, with new units that are coming out, I think aggressive tactics on him. And uh, even though he's kind of expensive, I think aggressive tactics on him and improvised orders might mm-hmm. be kind of cool, especially with Geonosians coming out or already out that now you, you know, you don't have that perfect order control that like droids normally do. And right. if you want to bring right. Greg with him improve, I I think personally improvised orders would be uh, something that would be kind of good on him.
1: I've been getting away from B1 spam in the past like year and improvised orders almost always makes an appearance in my CIS list. Yeah.
0: It's really good.
1: Uh, yeah, it's great.
0: <laughs> if, when you don't have order control, being able to kind of hope to pull another token that you want. Right is is nice or
1: sometimes like i'm not very good and then i i don't chain my b1s exactly right so being able to filter out like i didn't want the one random b1 right now (laughs) so being able to tap that and no i get it uh uh, so the other thing that i want to talk about real quick uh is underworld connections on grievous oh yeah so, uh, we did a store championship on new year's Eve because we're insane doing it on a holiday, but Hey, you know what? We got 17 people, I think that day. So that was, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. A bunch of people left early. They didn't stay for the third round, but, um, uh, but I ended up winning with a grievous double bounty list. Sure did. Um, proud Papa here.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude,
1: I, that felt so good going, um, three and O for once, like. Oh, uh, that, that was the victory for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did end up winning, of course, the whole event, but like, even if I had gotten like second place from strength of schedule or third place or whatever, yeah. I would have been very happy. So uh, just going three and O was, was awesome. But, Especially
0: uh, with that list. <laughs> I
1: I really yeah, like that list. So not to derail and go totally into the list, but the concept for the list is Grievous has bad command cards. So you want to pair them with other characters and similar to how contingencies helps you bring more characters and then you can like have options of all the good command cards yeah um grievous does like a poor man's contingencies where you just don't bring his command cards (laughs) and so that you get to pair him with other that's funny uh, units yeah you didn't even bring his one pip i did bring his one pip okay um but i almost didn't so I played uh, Grievous, Cad Bane, and brought all three of Cad Bane's cards. Yeah. And then Boss, and I brought his 2-Pip and 3-Pip for Boss. Awesome. So his 2-Pip uh, is he gets to make two attacks in a round. His Boss's 3-Pip is lying in wait, so you get like a bunch of aims, and you can make a shot where you try to fish for crits. Yep. And then Boss's 1-Pip is he gets to throw like a poison mine, which is really good in CIS because poison can't hurt your droids. Sure. So I almost brought that, but then I decided like the sort of that disengage play with Grievous was worth trying to bring the one pip yeah. for. And, um, you yeah, I could, know, I could go either way. Sure, sure. But the rest of the list was I think I had one squad of Magna Guards with the Rockets, and those were like my four main threats my two bounty hunters, Grievous and the Magna Guards. And then I brought, I think, three B1 rifles. With the critical one keyword, the E5S. Nice. And then one B1 squad with uh, the medical droid. To basically heal up whichever one of my fleshy characters got shot first. <laughs> so the list was basically like a threat saturation list. Yeah. Where you, if you sit back because you're too scared of Grievous, Cad Bane can kind of like hop around and do hidey-hold uh, steady shenanigans where he moves, shoots, and then hides. Yeah. But then Bosk, the three B-1 rifles, and the rockets on the Magna are all range four.
0: Sure. So they're just sitting so back, plinking away.
1: Right. And eventually it's sort of like, okay, well, between the objective and just getting shot at range four, you kind of want to move up to engage. Yeah. And I didn't face any other... Republic range for gun lines that day, which I think would have been the only army that is totally fine sitting back and getting shot at range four, because it can do the same thing and yeah. I'll lose that attrition, you know? Sure. But I always uh, played objectives that like at least intercept the transmissions or something else that encouraged movement. I never played key positions on the day. So I, I wanted to say, Hey, come and engage me because when you're done with me poking you at range four, Then I've got Grievous at short range, Cad Bane at range two, and then the Magnet Guards at range two are also very good. So, you know, it could do a long range, it could do short range. Um, Yeah, it seems like it was 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 good
0: good at everything, but not great at one thing. Which is, if you play it right, is is actually really good.
1: Um, Yeah, it could definitely still struggle against skew lists sure i barely squeaked out a win against uh, when we played disarray cuz i had to choose for vetoing my opponent's deck between playing disarray and intercept transmissions or we were going to play like major offensive and key positions yeah, and he was playing he was playing like echo base and i was like i just don't want him to just sit back for six rounds you know yeah, yeah. So I a veto, a veto key positions, so we end up doing disarray, which meant that Bosk was just kind of off of his own. He got blasted. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, all, all that to say, you know, I think it is a very flexible list, and I think it plays CIS the way that they want to be played right now, which is long range pokes combined with some short range, you know, yeah, problems for your opponent. So yeah, so yeah, that that's my that's my very cool list, and I'm happy to talk more about it some other sure. time. But we're talking about grievous um, we're talking about grievous and uh that's how i used underworld connections on grievous and yeah. it's totally easy to do because he's got two command slots.
0: sure some of his other great features i mean relentless we don't really have to go into much with that i mean relentless is amazing i yeah. think his two biggest keywords on him is block and impervious with those together i mm-hmm. think he's red saves
1: he's yeah. got some defensive <clears> stuff right
0: yeah, I think this makes him good against melee. It makes him good against Pierce range. It makes him good against Jedi. I, I obvious. I I mean, as the way deflect stands, block in my opinion is a better keyword. And then you pair it with impervious, um, which is not as good as immune to Pierce. Hmm. But with somebody who isn't a Force user, I think it's it's pretty good. It's in my really it's, good. Yeah, it's nice to have. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, the impervious math is always kind of hard to parse, but I, I kind of view it as like there's a 25% chance that you're going to reduce their pierce level by one. that's yeah. it's kind of how I look at impervious because it's usually with red saves and in order for the impervious to matter, you have to roll like all the the blocks that you would normally for every hit, plus like an extra block to reduce yeah. the pierce by one. So, you know, it's it's helpful. Sure. But yeah, you, you mentioned block being better than um, deflect. So we mentioned it on the podcast before, but to break it down, if you're not familiar, um, deflect is a keyword that force users get. If you spend a dodge, there's two benefits. One is you gain surge to block if you are um, defending at range. Then, if you're defending at range, if you roll a surge on the defense, not only do you block, but the attacker takes a damage. So, the the theme there is that you shoot him with a blaster, and then the lightsaber deflects it back. Very cool. It used to work in melee as well. So, when you're going up an extra force user, then you could spend your dodge to gain surge to block. Sure. And they would take a damage if you rolled any surges.
0: Yeah. And... I get why you're removing that because it, yeah, it's to be kind, clear yeah, it, it's, it's kind of, it, you're, you've
1: they've, they've changed it now so that it, it does not work in melee whatsoever,
0: whatsoever. And I understand yeah. your, your concept on that is that another, that force users getting, you know, deflect being able to do damage when they spend the dodge and land on that surge token in melee is kind of an Anakin thing. You know, that's what Anakin does. In a sense, like, that's his fighting style, that he will turn uh, an attack on you and do damage to you, in a sense. So I get why you're kind of removing that, To But the easiest way to fix that, in my opinion, was not to remove the, you know, the surge to defend in melee, just remove the damage aspect of
1: it in melee. Correct. Yeah. I think that is, that would be the, the correct way to fix that. Yeah. and they kind of and it feels really subtle and you might be saying okay but how often is that going to come up well this these are your force users they have lightsabers they want to be
0: in, melee. in melee Yeah.
1: so it's it's frustrating that the ideal situation that they are in is now one where like they had this defensive ability further away but they're kind of worse at defending yeah while like in melee I,
0: I just imagine being in a pool of b1s they get to go first you have a dodge on you they punch you you spend the dogs to save at least one but there's four more punches coming through and you roll two surges and you take two wounds and die or something like that like you, right.
1: you know how mad i would be about it just it feels bad right yeah so yeah. um yeah i think i think the damage should only apply if you're at range if if that's really something that you viewed needed to be changed sure i don't know if if it felt like it was i don't think it was I,
0: I don't think it was that big of a deal except for when right. like you know you have that god roll and you roll you get hit five times and you roll five surges and right. you one shot right. the person whoever just you know punched you which i get it is kind of Feels bad moment, but at the same time, you know it's kind of a dice game. You live by the dice, you die by the dice,
1: right? You know, so so it's funny because I feel like AMG's design philosophies favor randomness. I think they favor like theme and lighthearted gaming, and it seems like the old version of Deflect is more in line with that philosophy. Yeah. So and I don't know. So so we're on block block. to re- to remind you, it says while defending, if you spend a dodge token, you gain surge to block. Yeah. At range, at melee, whatever. It's sort of the first half of the old deflect. And so when Kevin says I feel like block is better than deflect, it's because a melee unit can now defend better statistically in melee because they have the block keyword. Uh, you don't have the chance to do damage at range, so now it's just sort of like a side a side grade as opposed to being an upgrade to go from block to deflect. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so, um, I mean, he's, he's a, he's a pretty on paper. He's pretty strong, but I think there's he hits
1: hard. He's tanky. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think there's some glaring issues with him. And when I look at the the weakness list, the first one that comes to mind is his 150 points and expensive. I would, I, he's expensive. I would say at the moment he could probably come down maybe 10 points like I I would I would be okay with him coming down 10 more points but because and it's and it's not because it's because of his two uh command slots I mean two command slots are huge in my opinion um but I don't think they're as big as people used to think they are so I think 140 at the moment would be good for him. But I know we've talked about this in private when inquisitors come out, there's no reason to say that he shouldn't be 120 points. And and that's, yeah, that's my honest opinion. And that's, that's me saying that there's a lot of force users who should be coming down a hell of a lot of points when inquisitors come out. And I get, I get why they made inquisitors this cheap because technically you're supposed to bring both of them. Right. So in tech, technically you're spending 210 points but that doesn't make any sense because they're two amazing units
1: they're they're insane you have a, a <laughs> well I shouldn't say they're insane a statistic like like their stats on the inquisitor's card yeah. is I th- I think they're they're good yeah but there's And I want to go too far down this rabbit hole. No, no, no,
0: I got it. Because we're talking about
1: right. There's a there's a sort of points threshold behind which you get access to a couple of really good force powers. Yeah. So you know, and we can we can do our hot takes on.
0: We can talk uh, about Inquisitors later later when they come uh, out, but yeah, and and it's just the
1: idea is that if Inquisitors are going to be that cheap, Force users need to be that cheap, and if Force users are going to be that cheap. Then Grievous needs to be that cheap. Yeah, and Grievous That's needs to come down. Tyson.
0: for sure, a hundred percent. And I think that that the hundred and fifty points, and you know, I'll let you know. You know better than me. Is is definitely expensive for him. He could easily come down some points. I think, and I think in the grand scheme of things, the way they are now, if we had the fixes that we want to do to him, like bring his courage up. Maybe fix some of his, you know, one and two pips, which we'll talk about, and his, you know, his three pips and stuff that we've kind of mentioned before. I think 140 points would be good for him.
1: Yeah, I could get on board with that. So, um, I mean, arguably, you can always just drop points on a model to make it more playable. But I think at a certain point, there are some abilities that are that you know the uh, adjustment of points doesn't. Quite make the ideal experience. And so, one of the reasons why we have a Mr. Fix It episode is so that we can talk about ways to change things without necessarily diving too much into, into like, sure. well, should it be 135? I think it should be 140. I think it could be 132. Like, that's not that interesting.
0: So, yeah, yeah no, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the other uh, weakness of his is only having one training slot. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I could see him having a, another training slot.
1: There's just a lot of good options for him, right? Sure. So if if you're gonna leave him at two courage, right? Yeah. Which I, you know that that's a weakness, right? Is is having the two courage where it's he's a got huge two suppression, weakness. Le- one of his actions, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I needed to move with him so that I could do things. Yeah. So the training slot that he has right now has there's a lot of things that vie for it. Um, but one of those could be endurance. Six point upgrade at the end of the activation phase, you may remove one suppression token. Right now, your only option would be strict orders in the command slot uh, for five points, where if you give him an order instead of rolling for suppression, he can just get rid of one suppression token. Yeah. So obviously not as good as endurance is. And sometimes he gets like four or five suppression on him because he's got eight health with all these defensive keywords. And so then it's like, well, removing one with strict orders doesn't help. I'm still panicked. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So, you know, in- Endurance fights for that slot. I think Tenacity was my original go-to upgrade on him because his time spent damaged could potentially be really high with eight health. So there could be several turns where you're getting that extra red die from Tenacity for being damaged. The upgrade that I played with him when I won a store championship with Grievous <laughs> I Just wear that badge for the rest of my life. Uh, I put on up close and personal. Yeah, uh, that's
0: what I was going to say. I was like, I kind of like up close and personal
1: on him. It does some really cool stuff. So his gun's free. Up close and personal gives you a dodge if, after you make a ranged attack. So you can, you know, move relentless, move, yeah. shoot somebody, get a dodge. Now he's a little bit tankier, really good. But his gun's versatile. So you can run into melee, slash a dude with one lightsaber, but not both so that you don't kill the trooper unit. Yeah. So that you're still safe. But then you also get to shoot somebody else and then you get a dodge for it. And then I place one pip and you blender and you get like five dodges. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say (laughs) that's the best. Yeah, you're always like, Oh, well, I'm gonna first action, first activation. I'm gonna go with Grievous, and they're like, Okay, you're gonna be dead because you're gonna go first. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 pew, 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 pew. I give out nine suppression tokens. I take five dodges.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Boba Fett's uh card where he gets to blender a whole bunch of people. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 exactly. And then, you know, there's there's tried and true upgrades, right? Like situational awareness is potentially good, particularly if you have up close and personal you want to start dodging those crits. Into the Fray is good because he's a melee character and he doesn't surge natively. So getting surge tokens when you're close to enemies is good. You know, there's There's, a lot of different options.
0: Yeah, training slots are always good, uh, especially to have on somebody who is going to be kind of in people's faces. I feel like it's always a good good sees the initiative yeah. you could
1: totally seize the initiative on him yeah yeah especially if you're combining him with other characters so you play like the cad bane command card seize the initiative give him an order though
0: well like i know we've we've mentioned it a couple times and i in my opinion this is his biggest issue it's his two courage i get thematically why they did two courage on him because i mean he's always running away right right but in a game like this core units two courage commanders and operatives in my opinion should really never be under three
1: and do you feel like that's just because you want to be able to use them more effectively and i ask that because if you're sitting across the table from someone yeah you want to do you want suppressing that units or that player's characters to be an option because I, I I do think it's still very hard to suppress people in general. Yeah. Especially if they have three courage.
0: But I think somebody who's a hundred and fifty points being courage too. And it's the same problem I run into with like Rex. Like Rex
1: yeah. and now lesser extent, Cody. Yeah. Rex uh, is the one that wants to be a range two instead of range four.
0: Yeah. And it's so not as I think
1: it's harder for him.
0: It's not terrible with Grievous because he has relentless, but some other units, it's a lot more, but I think it's easy enough with how much range four is out there to look at general Grievous or just in general with the, the, you know, suppressive keywords you have units that, you know, have other ways of adding suppression. I just feel like his he should be three. And that's just my opinion, and and I, you might not think it's as big as, as I do, but I mm-hmm. think if I'm looking across at a Grievous who throws out his one pip and I know he's going to dive and he doesn't activate first or something because he doesn't want to activate him first, I'm going to start shooting him and putting as much suppression on him as possible to reduce the amount of times he can move like I know you can roll it off and there's that chance but you have to kind of play those odds at that point because you know he's coming in he's about to blunder, and what's the best way to do it is start throwing
1: suppression at him It sort of makes, you know, even the cool play where I was like, yeah, five dodges after my blender. Like, yeah, it still means that shooting Grievous can be a good option because you're going to either do like you're either going to get lucky and you're going to throw some damage even through the dodges, especially if you shoot him many times. Yeah. Or even if you don't do the damage, you end up putting like six suppression on the guy. And then, you know, he rolls off you know three suppression the next round and he's still suppressed and yeah. now you're losing one action with your 160 point unit with upgrades
0: well and that's so. that's that's the other thing too is you know you have three units left to activate nothing else is really in damage you're in a good position you know grievous's one pip is about to come out next round i'm spending those three units to shoot at grievous so now grievous starts with two suppression right off the bat yeah you know, so I—it's just like one of those things that three is a little bit harder, but it's not as hard as four. You know, uh-huh. I just—I just feel like commanders should really not be two, and this goes for a lot of commanders like Cody, Rex, uh, and Grievous. Sure. And you know, I—I I don't think they should be two. I think they both—they sh- all should be three. And that's—that's that's just me personally
1: yeah well i think the theme of having grievous be kind of cowardly is a nice way to say like oh well this character has good sides and bad sides and so you know leaning into his propensity to flee i think is um like pretty cool yeah now to be clear he doesn't get to flee if he gets suppressed yeah to you know not do things (laughs) so
0: I, I, you know, I feel but, but
1: I, I, I see what they're going for. So now it, do you, would you rather keep his points high and just you know buff him the crap out so that he's just this monster where he's got like three courage, we make his, his command cards better, he gives extra training slot, you know all this stuff. yeah. would you rather keep him high in points, or would you rather have him like have some some good things and some bad things but make him a lot cheaper?
0: Um, I I think I would probably prefer him having some good things and some bad things and keeping him and making him cheaper. Now, I don't play CIS, so it's, it's hard for me. But I feel that if you're going to keep him at two courage, he definitely needs to come way down in points. Yeah. He has a lot of keywords, but it's in this day and age with... Units that are coming out that many keywords is not
1: that on it's, it's not enough to make up the point gap you know no no well and and I think that's where they got to with characters because originally the game came out and like you know your your Luke's and your Vaders and and all these other characters are like crazy amounts of points yeah. and eventually people realized maybe I would just rather take an extra like three core troopers rather than have a second character. Who's 160 points or whatever. And I think that's something that AMG has realized, which is why some of their more recent characters, like they look insane on paper and they're like, how can they be this cheap? And then you get them to the table and you're like, actually they're maybe not that bad. Yeah. Um, And, and, and they dropped the points on them because they figured out that like, you know, having someone with six keywords be 140 points base is like, not going to cut it
0: sure and i i think a lot of the commanders and operatives that have come out are very well placed in the points i uh, i think my biggest complaint in i'm not i'm gonna is just the inquisitors and there's we'll we'll have an episode on that and i know yeah, probably I think,
1: I think you want to i think you're chopping at the bit to,
0: yeah uh, a million I, it's not that i want i might actually play them they look like a ton of fun to play sure, um, sure. It, it's i think it's issues with there are other characters out there that need to come down in points if you're going to do this yeah you have to yeah. revamp so, a lot
1: of things and so for the purposes of this discussion i think ventress and ahsoka and gideon and marquand and wicked and low gray cody are all, pretty, all of them pretty close cody yeah yeah pretty close to all being around where they should be points wise. Yeah.
0: And I think that's a good thing to have. And I think this is one of those aspects where Grievous needs to come down in points, even though he has a ton of keywords, he has two command slots. He can come, he can easily come down around that 120 point range. And I think he would be good there because I think that's the aspect of what Legion wants to do is you want to be able to take two or three named characters And then they're surrounded by their army that's usually there with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so to do that, you have to start bringing down some of these other older characters that are really high in points. You need to bring them down. Count Dooku needs to come down. Grievous needs to come down. Um, Yeah. I think, I
1: think the ones that should actually be north of the 175 mark for points are the ones that like, kind of warp the game around them sure so like yoda and oh Palp yeah. are really the two examples of yeah. that that exist and like so dooku is priced almost the same as yoda and dooku's got some cool stuff but but he doesn't do he doesn't what yoda, warp yoda does the game. yeah he doesn't he, he doesn't he doesn't change how the army operates no you know?
0: he doesn't i mean there's a three pip that
1: I, throws I, a unit. you, you know it. i've <laughs> been told
0: I, i've been told a lot of times this is is how much I use guidance on tr- units is a little abnormal than what most Yoda players do. And I was like, I don't know why. I love guidance. I, being able to move a character, give a character a dodge to act. I mean, like Padme and Yoda, that quick thinking, and then Yoda yeah. does something is just huge,
1: especially on his that's three. Not, that, yeah, and you've been playing the, I was going to say, that's not even what you've been doing. Where like No you've been playing the Wookiee Force with Yoda where your Wookiees have uh, charge so they have a scout move yeah and so then you're like okay first round uh, you know you're playing uh, like recover the supplies or vaps or something and you're like first round one pip I'm gonna double guidance and both of these Wookiees like move up to the objective tap a box pick up a box you
0: know move the you know move your hostage unit two times yeah (laughs) I just think it's yeah it's it, so he... if
1: we're, yeah, if, if we're at the point range of like 180 to 200 or 170 to 200 being like let's warp how we're able to interact with the objectives in the game itself, yeah, then Grievous being 160 with upgrades, even with some extra stuff that we want to tack on there, it's kind
0: like, of expensive. <laughs> it's way, really still expensive. way expensive. Yeah, right? yeah,
1: So that's the that's the context where Kevin and I are talking about like what if he was 125? Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, because I interest. feel
0: like you still so. like okay, Grievous, in my opinion, even at one twenty-five, you still need to staple aggressive tactics on him. Like that's that's a must.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of you know a lot of situations where you want that.
0: And well, you know, I would say aggressive tactics has to be on him for sure. So now even at one twenty, you're looking at him as being one thirty five. Yep. You know, you're gonna put a training slot on him, which is the you know, the lowest one that would probably go on him is most likely five points. So now you're looking Mm -hmm. at, like, 40. So you're getting him back up to that 150, no problem, easily. Right. And I think that's a good spot for him.
1: Yeah. It's a little bit like Din, right, where you look at his card, and he's like, he's only 105. Yeah, but really the way you want to play him, you're going to – staple a bunch of cards to him and so he's going to be yeah 140
0: where and and i think (laughs) that's
1: that's (laughs) the point where it's like and you're still not really now you're not earning that 140 you weren't earning the 105 now you're not earning the 140 so i think grievous is similar where dropping him down to 120 and then having him have two training upgrades and one or two command upgrades to get him back up to 145 is like yeah probably fine
0: and i get it if you're gonna take grievous at 120 and you're gonna keep him kind of naked with his gun i mean he's not effectively doing as much as he could be and so that's fine you know because now all most likely the way you're gonna play him as is that unit that sits back with your ranged stuff in case a melee unit dives
1: you know, right. The linebacker role, yeah. as we call it. Right. And,
0: and, and that's not a bad place for him at 120 points. I think that's a good spot for him for 120 points.
1: So let me ask you this. One of the things that I hear other people toss around in terms of ways to fix Grievous is giving him the built in disengage keyword. We talked about how useful that is on his one pip. I think it's Jedi Luke that has built in disengage op Luke. I could be wrong. But I hear people toss around that idea because now he does get to run away, quote unquote, a little bit more sure. easily. Do you like that change or do you feel like that, you know? I,
0: I think uh, the disengaged Rob's keyword is, is well, there's a lot of things that rob Luke right now and Luke needs some help. But I think the disengaged keyword would not be that big of a deal the my only problem is is he has relentless so now you run into that aspect of mm-hmm. you've pinned him into melee and he's still going to get to attack so right. putting the disengage on him and I guess it would be fine if you're gonna keep him at his point range you know what I mean like that's but we're talking yeah. we talked about bringing him down if he stays at 150 I think disengage is fine on him. Because now when he dives, he's able to get himself out of trouble the next round with disengage and move to another unit or, you know, move twice and get out of dodge. And so I think there's a lot of things there that it would work, but you got to be tricky. You can't give him too much.
1: And I think a lot of these things. Well, yeah, because disengage built in on a card is it's pretty nutty. Like you, 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 that's now we're talking about like ways to, that you warp the experience of the game. Like you're breaking enough rules at that point where, you know, you, I I do think that disengage is super potent and I think I'd rather, I would rather drop his points, keep him at two courage, don't give him disengage, but then give him some of these other changes that we've talked about sure i think that would be my preferred fix for him
0: i I feel the same way i i like keywords i like playing units with a lot of keywords it gives you options to to play them but i think when you start giving units too many keywords it starts to kind of
1: muddy the field of
0: what other units can do you know
1: yeah yeah, well, is exactly, and then you start to lose the identity because it's like, well, Grievous yeah. can do this and this and this and this and this, and it's like, and we just did all that so that he can earn his points back, and it's like, can we? I, I like the units having their own identity, yeah. right? You know, because a lot of his keywords are sort of just like their stats, sort of. So like yeah. Arsenal Two just means that his attack pool is different than what it's written on one weapon. Sure. Block and impervious and eight health and red defense dice is just a way to say like he tanks in a certain way the only way that he's somewhat unique is just the jedi hunter keyword on his card yeah. aside from the his grand cards you know
0: well so. and scale used to be something which is something that i need i think they need to to change on some of these units because climbing up things moving across ceilings walls does not slow down grievous because of the way he's designed well, like it does now. It does now. Oh, that's yeah, what that's I'm them- saying. Thematically. Thematically. Yeah. So I feel like that needs to be changed, especially with Wookiees and a lot of other things, is, is scale yeah. needs to be changed on how things climb with it and stuff. And
1: um, Well, because it was put on his card as like a pseudo jump. So the idea is like with all these force users and these like strong melee combatants, you could hide them behind a building. Yeah. You use jump to leap in front of the building so that they're not hidden anymore, but now they get to charge into melee and get to do a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. Scale was sort of like that before, where, like, because scale used to be you get a free climb at the end of a move if you're in base contact with a building or at the start of a move if you're in base contact yeah. with a building. So it was like you get to move like a, you know, if you're looking top down, you get to move like an inch, inch and a half as part of that climb and then you get your full two like speed two move which is about six inches so you were almost getting like a speed three move with scale depending on your positioning sure and now climbing is universally speed one for everybody
0: yeah so So, it doesn't make any difference
1: yeah it slows you down like and and scale just lets you climb height two instead of height one and the way that most not nothing but like
0: terrain is now uh, height two is
1: it's kind of like hard to build hard to store yeah it's not you know, it's not something that you see a lot of elements. so yeah and i'm not complaining about the access to verticality but grievous was designed to hide behind a building and leap out with scale sure. and you can't really do that anymore he can hop on top of a building and get shot even though he's in heavy cover right <laughs> so, like that's yeah. cool but so To summarize, I think some changes that we would make is we drop Grievous into like the 120, 125 point range. We would give him an extra training slot. I think I'm I'm holding firm on that. Sure. And then, uh, you know, I think those are probably the biggest changes. You talked about upping his courage, but I think we kind of agreed that if we drop his points way down, keeping him the two courage is kind of thematic, right?
0: Yeah, I think it would work
1: we talked about those command card changes yeah, right yeah. where the three pip maybe you um get to give out you know a variety of tokens sure um in some way
0: and i think that even if you kept it the way that it's read, that with a unit that's damaged it can either take an aim or a dodge or something per unit that is gone I th- i think i'm still okay with that i think i'm still yeah. okay with you know a b one squad that is three b ones left and it's sitting on a heavy objective, especially with dice pools the way they are now, an objective that yeah. is like if they stay, they'll win you the game. You can play this three pip and give them you know four dodges and but they gotta survive you know that game <laughs> for with yeah. four dodges is I'm okay with that because most likely, I would say. Nine out of ten times, even with those four dogs, is that B one unit is going to probably die.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you, you, you just assume that they always blank on everything.
0: Yeah, but it still gives <laughs> it still gives you some hope to maybe two units have to shoot at it instead of one, and then you got posi- you have a chance of double moving a unit that you thought was going to have to shoot into helping score that you know position or something. So. Yeah. I, I think I'm okay with it because it's It's only Grievous and two other units So yeah. it, And it's not going to give characters multiple tokens It's going to give You know
1: I mean it could I guess right
0: Well yeah but I, what I'm saying is, is it, It's how many units are missing So like an ah, operative Can't be missing a unit uh, right, You know what I right. mean So it's only going to get one token of its choice So it's not that big of a deal
1: I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so um, or I guess you could qualify it and say, you know, how many non-character or like non-op, non-commander.
0: And I think there's crazier yeah, cards. There's crazier cards out there on cheaper commanders that that stuff like that can be yeah. changed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an excellent point. But yeah. Um. So with that one pip. I know that it's supposed to be a bunch of really cool attacks. I'm. I would be the only change I would make to that is I would have him gain sharpshooter one for the round.
0: Sure, um, I'm okay with to that. Help,
1: to help get through that blender damage a little bit more.
0: I was almost um, going right to go as far as rushing.
1: blast. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but I think that I think you're right. I think it would be a little crazy, especially if we talk about wanting to bring his points down.
1: Yeah, um, I would almost now yep. kevin's over here he's like i want to increase his points put him back at 175 courage four i want to give a blast on his one pip he's got a speed three move let's do this
0: it's probably my brain because i play yoda now that
1: <laughs> right just like what if, what if he had a two pip that you got back after you played his three pip and every time you played his two pip everyone everyone gets relentless in yeah yeah okay. yeah okay yoda get out of here get out of here
0: uh, but I, oh, man. I, I think, I think some of the things that we talked about, I think are good. I think, I definitely think his points need to come down. That's his biggest change and they already kind of did it once. I don't think they took enough of a carving knife to it. I really think he needs to come down quite a few points. Yeah. Um,
1: especially since he's not you, a force user. Would you do anything to that? Yeah. Because you know, typically, actually let 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 me let me piggyback on that okay you and i have talked about this before but uh, you know referring to force users being expensive so you get access to the really good force powers there's only a couple force powers that are really good that i think are actually worth it at that point sure so if, if you're only paying that much to get access to the force upgrade slot why not make the force upgrades themselves the expensive part and then if you don't bring force push specifically yeah arguably force barrier um or old force choke which doesn't exist anymore then just bring just bring the force user down yeah and and maybe i'll talk more about it on our inevitable inquisitor episode but if force push is the thing that is elevating these characters to a point where they are worth 170 points or whatever you're paying for them then make that like a 30 or 40 point upgrade and then bring the base unit down so that i want cheap luke i can give him like hope or something and then <laughs> you know he's that's only a three point upgrade or whatever it is Yeah. and then you know and instead of but if, if i if i want him to be the melee powerhouse that he can be then i'm going to attack on the 30 point upgrade and get him back up to that like 160 point range or whatever sure sure so, would you change anything about Grievous's two pip? It's the Guardian two one, where you, you can give a bunch of B ones or Black Suns Guardian.
0: Honestly, I I I wouldn't change it because yeah. He, and the only reason why is because if you give it to Magnus, now Magnus go up to Guardian three.
1: If they're defending a commander, yeah. yeah
0: you know what I mean, and 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 that two pip is four. kind of. Oh, are they already Guardian 2 already? They might be. Okay. They might be, yeah. So so they're pretty much taking everything yeah. that's being shot at Grievous that round. So I don't know if I would change too much to it. I like it because you have options for different units now.
1: Um, right, right.
0: Even Geonosians, they surged a the block now. I know it's still a white save, but they're pretty cheap. So uh, mm-hmm. Black Suns. That's true.
1: You could use this as a Geonosian card yeah uh that's interesting.
0: I think there's some options you have with it now that I don't think it needs to be changed, and that's just my opinion
1: sure 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 yeah it's it's maybe not that exciting when you read the card, but maybe you know with some skill you could probably apply that to be pretty pretty effective sure yeah i if you view it as a grievous defense card, it's not that exciting, but if you view it as now I can do shenanigans where I get my my magnet up real close and then my Geonosians take the damage for him. That could be kind of interesting.
0: Yeah. So I, so. and and that's, I think that's kind of the fun, fun aspect of that card.
1: Yeah. Kevin, I want to close us out on this crazy wish idea that I have.
0: I see this. I see this in the notes.
1: It's good, right? <laughs> I like it. So, you know, Vader and Luke each have, they were, they were both in the original corset, but they both have operative expansions. And yes. one of the things that, those did is they introduced a bunch of new command cards so now each of them have six command cards to choose from. I love Obi-Wan, I love Grievous. I am not sure if they need the exact same treatment because like Grievous is cool. He's not the iconic movie villain that Vader is, right? Yeah. Um but so I don't know if I want just like an op grievous expansion. But I do think there's room for an extra Grievous and an extra Obi-Wan expansion and
0: i agree yeah right 100 not only do i agree 100 because this is a great way of possibly getting gar another
1: operative okay yeah i i like that a lot so here's here's the idea grievous on a wheelie bike as a model sure comes as a separate expansion probably some new command cards and it would be you could also put in command cards for an udapau battle force for the cis yeah udapau being the fight where you know gravis is on the bike in yeah, from yeah. episode three so he could be a vehicle commander that could be interesting you know he's a ground vehicle so now he's blocking line of sight for your other dudes if you care about that although i love the option so a- much <laughs> yeah, right? Like, that's pretty cool. So then, what's the counterpart? Well, it's obviously Op Obi-Wan as a creature trooper on the back of the Boga as he's running around Utapau. Yeah. And then that includes the command cards for an Utapau battle force for the the Gar, right? This is for another way
0: of getting the airborne troopers out for it, too. Yeah, right? You know, uh, I'm sure we could get some sort of other, you know, trooper out for... CIS. I I like these. These are the type of like battle force upgrades that I like that come with extra units that like this is how you're
1: presenting units. Right. You know, and I I know that AMG is not listening to our podcast, but (laughs) I will say if you need to convince the executives at your company like this is a way that you can make your print and play battle force, but You also get access to this, like you can use this model that now you sell for money and then you make money because people are like, I want to play this battle force, but man, I wish I had operative Obi-Wan.
0: Oh my God. Boom,
1: $40. Give me your money. You you could charge crazy amounts of money. You could charge like almost 50 bucks I bet and people would buy Obi-Wan on a boga.
0: I, there's so many, I'm poor, but. There's so many operative Obi-Wans that you could do, you could do, a Mandalorian Obi-Wan operative you can do when he was a bounty hunter pretending to be a bounty hunter. Oh, that's Uh, interesting. You know, Obi-Wan.
1: You could have uh, the one from the TV show where he doesn't have force powers and he just runs around with Leia. (laughs) He just just has disengaged and he's, you know, weak to fire. I don't know.
0: But we already talked about Obi-Wan. I like the the idea of General Grievous. I kind of like what we've talked about with, with fixing him. I Mm -hmm. I think I would like to see a lot of these older units get fixed or, like, even, I guess even if you're not going to fix them, coming out with new versions of them, like an Ob grievous would be cool, but I still think some of these older older models need to be fixed and points need to come down, different keywords need to be added to them, changed, stuff like that, because especially if you've already decided that you are... Redoing these characters with hard plastic, you you need to change them because no one's going to play except for those core units. They're not going to play the heroes that come in those boxes unless you fix them because they're not being played right. now because there's better options out there.
1: And I will be very clear that I understand why they just want to change the points and not really like do errata on the cards but you also have a print and play system established where you're driving people to your website to get the rules for the battle forces, and those battle forces have print and play versions of the cards that you can play the, you know, as assassin prototype Magnus. Yeah. or you know, you can uh, if you don't buy the Blizzard Force box, you get access to the uh, the heavy response teams. Sure. So like it's already there. You can make errata to these existing models so that people still use them like Kevin's talking about, but you just put the stuff on the website. Yeah. And then if it doesn't work, you change it again because who the hell cares? And if you like, still
0: want to make money off of it, just make the, 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 the card packs. I mean, people are going to buy them as long as you're printing them. But in my opinion, I think those should be print you know, print to play because there's a lot of cards, especially since you're not giving add-on cards to it anymore. You need the print to play to help people Get cards that are not available to them. And this frees you up to just making new units, new models, stuff like that. And people right. will buy the game. People will. I would possibly buy units that I don't, older units that I don't have because they're now good or they're at least usable. Right. You know?
1: So. Yeah. I am. I'm still a little bit on the fence of giving reprints for erratic sorry doing erratic cards as physical product because you're starting to get into that codex territory where eventually if yeah it changes again then you got to shell out more money for the rules that in theory you already bought Yeah, I like the print um, and play it too don't get me wrong yeah. as,
0: as a consumer but th- if you're you thinking of the option yes yeah. yeah that's the other thing is that people like to have the physical card so it's something that you could obviously make print and play but then you can also print your own version of it Right. And you don't have to do it in such large quantities. You can do it in smaller quantities. And there are people yeah. out there who will buy them because they prefer the regular standard that's card.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. Mod- Modifius is doing exactly that with some of their games. Yeah. Like Fallout Wasteland Warfare. All those are PDFs on their website, but then they sell the card packs. Yeah, that's cool. Separate. Yeah, so, I like that. You know. Yeah. So. And then they all have problems. Like they're all every every pack is like oh actually this is wrong and this is wrong and you know but actually kevin can you do me a favor can you go back when you edit this and just every time that i say the phrase i digress can you just erase that yeah because i think i've said it like 19 times uh, sure this episode it will and, definitely uh, shorten this episode <laughs> yeah yeah for sure
0: all right get us out
1: of here yeah man well uh we appreciate you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode go ahead and give us a five star rating on on uh itunes because it really helps people discover our content Uh, my name is uh, graham and i am pure flight on all platforms his name is kevin and he is daylock on all platforms y'all i just want to say thanks so much for listening to the 630 skirmishers podcast and until next time roll good and play better